Henry, host of the Writer's Voice podcast, and my guest today is Ruby Peru. How are you, Ruby? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Ruby is a fiction writer. She also is a ghost writer, and she writes memoirs. But tell me about your most recent book. Well, this novel is called Bits of String Too Small to Save, and it was recently featured in the Kirkus Review's Indie Authors to Watch list a couple of months ago. How and neat. so that was a really big honor. It's an illustrated book, but it's not a comic book. It's just got four hand-drawn pen and ink illustrations in it. And the cover is also a beautiful hand-drawn illustration by Philip Harris, my illustrator. I wanted it to look kind of like those classic children's books like Alice in Wonderland or A Thousand and One Arabian Nights. I wanted to have that look, even though it's not really a children's book. Hey, if that's what you like, that's what you like. I like that look. (laughs) (laughs) How many of us get what we want? (laughs) That's neat. So tell us a little bit about the book before we move on and talk about other things. Well, the book was inspired by, I used to be a preschool teacher and I used to tell my kids a story every day. I would make up a story extemporaneously at circle time. When I stopped doing that job, I got this corporate job writing for a magazine. And I thought, I don't want my, the, the creativity that I built as a teacher to die. So every day after work, which was right across the street from the library. I'd go into the library and I'd write for an hour. And the rule was, I have to be having fun. I have to be having as much fun as I had telling stories to the kids. So I created these wacky characters and these fun dialogues and these ridiculous situations. And then the work came in later when I had to tie it all together. Uh It's a fantasy. It falls under the heading of fantasy, yeah. but it's not like dragons and princesses. But it's so neat because you would just gave yourself free reign to do whatever you wanted. Exactly. That had to be so liberating. It was. And later I found out it's actually hard to sell a book when you don't write it for a genre and you're not thinking commercially. But I wasn't thinking commercially. I was being a pure yeah. artist and just really having a full expression of myself and enjoying the heck out of it you know so I hope that my readers enjoy the heck out of it too I suspect they will because I think (laughs) you can usually pick up what a writer is like to some extent from their writing so how is writing fiction different from ghost writing because you do a lot of that don't you yeah um well (laughs) when I ghost write for clients I'm extremely organized I plan everything out ahead and I like create a synopsis and an outline of the thing. And so they know exactly what they're getting. And I write chapter by chapter. When I write for myself, I don't do any of that because I try to have more fun when I'm writing for myself. So you're a pantser with your fiction and you're more like a plotter and outliner when you ghostwrite. Exactly. They both get good results, but I enjoy the process more when I'm just sort of immersing myself in creativity and seeing what happens, which of course you can't do with a client. You have to give them no, what they and want. No, it doesn't so. usually pay as much, at least not up front anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> you got me there. <laughs> the ghostwriting pays a little bit of the bills up front. Yeah, exactly. So what kind of people hire you to ghostwrite and what kinds of things do you write? Well, my specialty is memoir. And a lot of times it overlaps into a business book about whatever the person does. Like I did a memoir for a neuroscientist. So I explained a lot about neuroscience, which I had to do a lot of research on Mm -hmm. to explain the trajectory of her life and where it went and why this was so important to her. I've done memoirs for business people where Mm -hmm. it's sort of part business advice book and part how I got to be the person who knows all this stuff. So with memoir, it's really interesting to look at the trajectory of somebody's life and pick out what's the interesting part here? And usually what I find interesting and what I think readers will find interesting is often different from what they think is interesting. 
So we have to have a discussion about that and I have to explain what it is readers are looking for. Because they're not looking for celebrities. People think, oh, you can't write a memoir unless you're a celebrity. And it's totally untrue. I mean, there's so many incredible memoirs out there, funny ones, interesting ones that are not written by celebrities. Look at The Glass Castle, you know, by Jeanette Walls. I got made into a movie and she was not famous before that. She was just a really good writer. Well, and some people think that if you're writing a memoir, you're going to write about your whole life. And really, that isn't the goal, is it? The goal is to have a specific goal or a specific topic or subject. Isn't that right? Yeah. An autobiography is really what you call it when you write about every single thing in your life. And nobody's interested in that unless you're a celebrity, right? <laughs> yeah. And even then, maybe we're not interested. In right. Everything. And even then, it's like, <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Here goes the encyclopedia. But uh, a memoir is more focused on something in your life that is what you want to talk about, whether it's your business or whether it's your romantic life. I wrote a romance once. It was a, it was a full-on bodice ripper romance for a guy who just had a really romantic life with his wife. Like they got married, then they got divorced, uh -huh. and they met up again 20 years later, both divorced their spouses so they could get remarried. Oh, it was wow. a really exciting, epic romance uh -huh. that happened to be true. That's neat. So memoirs then focus on either particular events or a particular period and an autobiography is your whole life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of the things I think that you said that I think is important, especially for writers to understand, and it's true of when they market themselves as well as when they write memoirs is what we find interesting about ourselves isn't mm -hmm. necessarily what other people find interesting. So you really need to do your research even when you're writing a memoir, not just for other kinds of books. Is that not right? Yes. And also, well, like, here's an example. I once wrote a memoir for a businessman who had also spent 10 years as a wildlife researcher in Africa. No joke. Uh -huh. And he didn't think that was interesting. <laughs> he, thought, he thought being a businessman was much more interesting. No, 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 no. Living in Africa on your own private ranch for 10 years. And I was like, okay, dude, newsflash yeah <laughs> that is interesting that's so interesting i refuse to not put that in the book <laughs> right right but you know perspective is everything right yeah you know exactly. perspective yeah, is yeah. everything that i guess was normal to him yeah he was such a businessman so into business that he just thought well there was nothing about business in that whole africa experience so nobody will find it interesting but i'll bet you there was an awful lot about the experience that prepared him to be a businessman well, it was like his retirement. Oh, and he then did it he afterwards. Went back into business. You oh, know? okay. So just that, that's just one example of how people can have a, a viewpoint of their life that's kind of like really different from what I, as a writer and as a reader, know uh -huh. that people want to read. Because a lot of times when people want to write books about their life, they don't actually read that many books. Yeah. So I have to tell them, like, <laughs> if you're a people, a person like me who reads books, here's the type of thing that you would find interesting. Right, right. And that's part of your research. So what do you have coming up next? What are you working on now? What are you planning on working on in the future? Well, I'm writing my own memoir now. Okay. It's called Sleazy Peach. I know that sounds like dirty, but it's not. <laughs> that's okay. It'll get people to read it, right? It's a good it's title. About, yeah, it's about growing up on a horse ranch and just a lot of things about a kooky childhood, you know. Okay. And uh, I writing it as a series of short stories, okay. which is what I gradually am trying to get. Most of the memoirs I've written have been full mm -hmm. novel length books, but I find that it's easier for clients actually if we write it as a series of short stories. And I think people enjoy reading it more. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of David Sedaris and all his memoir stuff. 
is written mm -hmm. that way. And it's funny. It's, it's easier to be funny in short stories. And you can address a, a bunch of different things and it makes more sense that way, right? You don't have to have quite the flow. It's different. The flow is yeah. different. When, when you, you start telling a story, oftentimes when you realize it's a short story, you start breaking it down and breaking it down going, oh, wait, this part of it is actually a whole story of in and of itself. And that part of it is mm -hmm. actually a whole nother story. And you start like really condensing it towards like, what is this story really about? This is what it's about. And so then you uh -huh. get your story and then right. you move on to the next one. And it's easier to like make a point, like here's the point that I wanna make, you know, and to be funny and entertaining. Yeah, and I know a lot of people find it difficult to write short. I know when I started my career, when I was writing fiction, I wrote long and then I had to edit it down. And now that I write a lot of nonfiction mm -hmm. and business stuff, you have to write to a word count, you have to write to mm -hmm. spec, it's a whole lot easier for me now to write small mm -hmm. and then add to it. So I guess, again, it's it's your experience and what you have to do. So hold that book up for us again, okay? And people can find you on your website at rubyperu.com. Is that right? Yes. That's uh -huh. where they can yeah. find out all kinds of things about you and they can reach out to you and all the places that you are on the internet view via your website, right? Yes, yes. Okay, you. well, keep in touch. Let me know when you have something new come out and we'll have you back on The Writer's Voice. Great. Well, Linda, it's been great talking to you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it's been fun. Thanks for sharing. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.